shattered. Too unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim Podcast. Let's talk. Welcome to another Shattered to Unbreakable podcast. I was just thinking earlier today, I'm so blessed to be able to share my thoughts with you all. And I'm just so grateful that you spend your time with me because I know there are so many things you could be doing right now. And it warms my heart to know that you're spending it with me and that I get to spend it with you. So thank you for letting me into your life. Today, I'm really excited. I have formulated something special for you all and I'm going to explain it at the end of this podcast and there will be a downloadable freebie for you to use. We love freebies. And so um, we're going to be talking about the loss of innocence or the birth of insecurity. I feel like it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So when you were little and I know we talked about this a little bit in the Kintsugi episode, but when you were a little girl, you fully trusted in your own truth. And I know this because I have a little girl who thinks she knows more than me. <laughs> and I know that she knows and she truly believes that she knows more than me. <laughs> and we all were there at some point. We all were there. And I'm pretty sure in our teens, we all think we uh, know everything. But I can also tell you that we start to lose our innocence and we start to foster insecurities when we believe other people's truths, other people's words, other people's Mm -hmm. opinions over our own. So when we're little and we're looking in the mirror, we don't even, it doesn't even register to us that we're not beautiful or that we're not the right weight or that we're not, our hair's too stringy or Mm -hmm. we're too tall or we're too short until we go to school and we start looking at the other kids. And we notice the different shapes. And instead of thinking like, well, I'm normal and they're not, mm-hmm. you're thinking, because somebody tells you like, oh, you're skinnier than me. And you're like, oh, I am. Mm-hmm. Is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you, God forbid, have a parent that is abusive and is like, oh, if only you were skinnier. Mm-hmm. If only, you know, I know some of you have that and it breaks my heart. But at that age where you're just so susceptible to believing other people, you start to birth these insecurities and then they, they just keep happening to you. You you go mm-hmm. through grade school, you have friends, you have coaches. Oh my gosh, the amount of coaches I've heard ruin people's <laughs> lives <laughs> just by what they're saying and they think they're being good coaches by being hard on you and it's like, no, you're actually tearing that poor thing down in mm-hmm. high school. Can you please stop? So you've got coaches, you've got teachers. I've heard some horror stories about teachers. Mm -hmm. And then I've heard the opposite. I'm not bashing coaches. I'm not bashing teachers. I've heard of amazing coaches and teachers that have actually turned people's belief in themselves around. So Mm -hmm. thank you to those of you that work really hard to build up our youth. Um, I appreciate you more than you know. And so I'm just talking about those times where you start believing these negative things from other people or society or you're comparing yourself on social media. I know we've talked about that before. Um, For me, it was MTV. You know, if I didn't look like all the people in the music videos, I was like, (laughs) oh, I don't have the right shirt. 
My shirt doesn't have enough hangy thingies at the bottom. We have to go to the mall right away. (laughs) (laughs) So you just start comparing yourself and then you stop believing your own voice. You Mm -hmm. stop believing your own voice. And that's what happens along the road. And that's where insecurity is. Mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to talk about today is getting back to believing your own voice. And that's really hard, especially if you've been in a position where you've been emotionally or mentally abused for years. Mm -hmm. You have been trained to not trust your own voice. And so if it feels foreign to you to ask yourself a question about yourself and believe the answer is good, I understand. And Mm -hmm. it's going to get easier, I promise you. You just have to keep doing it. Um, But it I wanted to bring to you this idea of getting to know yourself again. Mm -hmm. And truly, it's what Reclaim is all about. The Reclaim Journal is how this all started. And the journal really is diving into self-discovery, learning about yourself again. If you listen to the podcast about human design, Mm -hmm. it's all about getting to know yourself better, understanding your differences, not being something that sets you apart in a negative way, but something that makes you beautifully unique in a way that is actually going to help your community and help your family and help your friends and everybody that's Mm -hmm. around you is going to benefit from these differences as long as you recognize them and you're able to foster them in in a positive way. So getting to know yourself, what does that look like? Getting to know yourself is going to look like asking a lot of very uncomfortable questions. So just like pretend you're talking to your six-year-old self. How many of you have uh, had a little conversation with a (laughs) six-year-old? Oh, yes. (laughs) Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you a little story. My poor mother. She's the sweetest thing in the whole wide world. And my daughter (laughs) was six years old. And every time my mom would come over, she'd have a a brand new question for her. Grandma, why are we all straight and you're round? (laughs) I know. (laughs) So then, so then my mom, she has the surgery. She's, she's struggling with some health issues. She has the surgery to help, right? She loses all this weight and she comes back to Emma and she says, Look, Emma, I'm straight like you. And she goes, oh, yeah, I liked you better around. So my poor mom can't win. My mom also, (laughs) I hope you don't mind, mom. (laughs) Just bear and all for you. My mom decided she was just going to embrace this wiseness that she's stepping into. We're not going to call it age. No. It's wisdom. She's embracing this wisdom. And wisdom shows in the color of your hair. (laughs) So as she's growing these new colors of wisdom in her hair, she's like, you know, I'm going to let it grow out. I'm going to let this gray happen. Uh And I'm just going to embrace my my wisdom and stepping into this new season of life. And she's so proud of herself. And I don't know if any of you have ever tried to grow your grays out, but there's this this calico phase (laughs) that's really rough. (laughs) Okay. And my mom had a hard time in the calico phase. But she made it. She made it. She grew it all out. It was this beautiful, silvery, white, gray. Like, she looked amazing. It looked gray on her. Well, she comes on over to our house. And Emma, my beautiful little daughter, she's like, Grandma, 
what happened to your hair? <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm, I'm growing it out. Do you like it? She's like, no, I liked it better brown. You need to turn it back brown. <laughs> so what does my mom do? She goes and dyes it brown. My poor mother is being badgered by a six-year-old <laughs> to conform. <laughs> anyway, my point in telling you this story <laughs> is the idea that you have to be solid in your own self. You have to ask yourself those hard questions. Why are you round? <laughs> are you happy round? Does it really matter what other people say? I mean, my daughter pointed out that she was round, but she actually liked it. Mm -hmm. So then if you're trying to conform to all these other people's opinions, you might not even be like, you might be doing what you think they want you to do. And then that's not what they actually wanted you to do. And so you're still you, like, you can't win unless you're truly solid in what you want mm -hmm. my mom is happier straight <laughs> you know than round and she's healthier mm -hmm. and so she has to be solid in that even though the six-year-old wants her round again yeah and with the gray hairs it really was beautiful but she truly did feel more comfortable with the brown head of hair yeah. so you know it's like she's coming into her own and she's in her ages of I won't discuss that. <laughs> good call, good call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she, it's taken her a while to finally step into who she really is. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think it's partly because of these inquisitive truth bomb uh, questions mm -hmm. <laughs> from children. And I've had some really hard questions. Um, I've dealt with different things in my life. And my kids ask me these questions that make me really think and be like, oh, Okay, I mean, I've had miscarriages I've had to mm -hmm. talk about. I've had a divorce that I've had to talk about. Mm -hmm. I've started dating again. I've had to talk about that. Um, I've had to talk about my career changes, um, my living situation. Mm -hmm. Like, all of these things are, are hard to answer, but it really makes you think when a five, six, seven, eight year old asks you these blunt questions that's just like, let's bear all. Like, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. So, that's what I'm going to talk about. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. When we come back, I'm going to share with you the freebie. Another one of my genius ideas that's actually not that genius because apparently people do this already. <laughs> but for me, it was a breakthrough and I'm very proud of myself. Right. So here we go. Let's hear from our sponsors. Are you constantly going and going and often not able to take care of yourself the way you wish you could? Do you have a hard time saying no and you're exhausted because you do too much? Do you feel like you live in a constant state of overwhelm and stress? Well, Bright Life Massage and Wellness is on a mission to support women in experiencing deep rest and balance by teaching them how to slow down, quiet all the noise in their busy lives, and connect back to themselves. Bright Life uses somatic, mindfulness, and body-centered techniques for those who are struggling physically, emotionally, and or spiritually to release and let go of what is no longer serving them so that they experience a happier, well-balanced life. They focus on the body-mind connection through gentle, slow body work or somatic-based coaching to help women understand and manage their emotions by becoming aware of the physical sensations felt in the body so that they learn to live in harmony with what is showing up regulate and balance their emotions, and release what isn't working anymore. Bright Life is a safe place for you to retreat, heal, and rest. A place where you can take a deep breath, tend to your own inner resources, and heal your life. 
Contact Bright Life today and mention this podcast to receive a free 30-minute upgrade added to your new client experience session. Find the phone number and website here in the show notes. All right, welcome back. I just had a fantastic break with my little producer here, Aubrey. She had some insight that I really want her to share that I think is really stinking cool. So take it away, Aubrey. Tell us what you got out of that story of my mom and Emma. So this podcast is super cool for me, guys, because I'm sitting here just watching Brandy talk, and I think she counts the time she makes me laugh. Um, I'm sure she's got a tally mark somewhere. But I just I have these epiphanies sitting here monitoring things. Um, so... <laughs> I was just thinking about in that entire story, nowhere did Emma say anything negative except for the hair thing. We can um, <laughs> let's put a pin in that. Even but then, <laughs> she just wanted it brown. Yeah. Um, she acknowledged that it looked good brown. Um, <laughs> but about her weight, she never said, like, you know, Grandma, you're fat. She never said that. She just was noticing that their bodies looked different. But Grandma heard based on her input that she's gotten from the world and the life that she's lived, she heard a negative opinion and there wasn't one there. Mm -hmm. It was in fact a positive opinion that, um, you know, she made an assumption based on how she sees herself in the mirror, what other people have said about her or just about other people that she might have heard. And I just think that it's really important when you are looking at something about yourself, if you're gonna make a change about yourself, thinking about like what did this person actually just say to me did they say that that's not good is that true is it really not good because I you know I've had two babies and I'm still carrying a little bit of that and uh, they love how comfy mommy is so mm -hmm. you know like it's just um, where's the opinion coming from did you just make that up in your own head and uh, it's yeah we it need goes to watch back that. to that living life curiously and it's exactly what we talked about is what are you hearing versus what are they saying? Mm -hmm. Ask a lot of questions. If you're offended mm -hmm. in any way by anything somebody is saying, ask lots of questions. Why did they say it? What background are they coming from? Mm -hmm. Do they have different values? What are you hearing? Are you hearing this because of your experiences? The more questions you ask in life, the better, which is why I loved that it was called Living Life Curiously. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I'm really excited to explain to you about how to live life curiously with yourself. Mm -hmm. So what is a way, if you want to spend time with somebody that you want to do life with, that you want to fall in love with, what's the first thing you do? What's the first thing you do? Go on a date. You go on a date. You got to get to know them a little bit. So what I'm going to have y'all do, if you want to discover a little bit more about yourself, I think you should go on a date mm -hmm. with yourself. Um, honestly loved this when I first got divorced, mm -hmm. just going and doing stuff by myself. Mm -hmm. I would go golfing by myself. I'm weird. I go to dinner by myself. <laughs> I liked that actually. Um, it's funny cause I was ex trying to explain what this date might look like. And I was like, yeah, I just picture myself at this fancy restaurant with this date thing. And Aubrey's like, I'd feel a little weird. Just be going to dinner by myself. <laughs> so it might not look like that for you. Whatever a date would look like for you, I have designed this beautiful date guide. I love it. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to be able to download it. It's in the chat notes of this podcast. It'll be on the Reclaim website. So lots of different ways to download this date guide. But it's going to be a three-date process. 
I was going to put this all in one date. <laughs> but Aubrey is very gentle with you all. <laughs> and I was like on the first date saying, how many kids do you want? Where do you want to get married? <laughs> and Aubrey's like, whoa, 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 whoa. First dates, you don't talk about that stuff. <laughs> you just like, what do you, what's your favorite color? <laughs> what's your sign? Yeah. <laughs> so breaking it up into three dates. The first date is just going to be a get to know you again. Just to get to know you again. And it's going to be like, what brings you joy? What, what hobbies do you love? Remember that time in your life where you're just really confident and happy? What were you doing? What music were you listening to? Where did you live? What did you do for fun? Like, let's just get to know you again. Because mm -hmm. you might be conforming a lot to what society is asking you to conform to. And you might be getting away from what really made you you in the first place which is why your husband married you or which is why you, the person you're with is dating you or which is why the friends you have love you so much or which is why you're doing so well at work. And these people all fell in love with this original you and then you're kind of getting it beat out of you. So let's get back to the basics of finding out who you are and what brings you joy and how you can add that into your life. And so then the second date is going to be getting a little bit deeper. It gets a, a little more uncomfortable, but not too bad. We're going to find out, like, what makes you tick? Like, what irritates you? What, what mm -hmm. makes you cry? Like, what, it, what passions do you have that drive your behaviors and your way of life? And then the third date, that's when we're talking about, like, all right, how many kids do we want? How <laughs> this is going to be the really intimate stuff. Like, we're going to do some work here. We're going to... Like, where are we taking this relationship? <laughs> All right. When are we moving in together? I'm going to go make you a key. So that's <laughs> that's the third date. How uh, that gives you no clue of what you'll be talking about. I guess it's a surprise. You have to download this to find out what the third date is. But it's free. <laughs> it's free. No, it really is just going to be diving deeper. All the deeper hard questions. And, and then you're going to actually make a plan as to how, how are you going to be true to yourself? How are you going to just bestie up with yourself it's you and you for the rest of your life you're fully committed to yourself and that's how it's going to be and I was um, talking to Aubrey about this and tonight was like this first the first day that you heard of my idea of dating yourself mm -hmm. yep. and it's so crazy she already has a beautiful story that goes right along with this idea of having dates with yourself and I want her to share it because obviously it's her story and she tells it better so Aubrey if you don't mind <laughs> So my grandmother on my mom's side is the most incredible woman. She has always been someone that I look up to and uh, just this beautiful picture of independence. She, um, she's 87 now. She lost my grandfather almost 30 years ago. So she's had a lot of life pretty independently. And um, she noticed... After, after he passed, you know, she went through her, her mourning process and she was ready to kind of get back to her normal life. Um, she reached out to her friends. Now, when you're a couple, you make couple friends. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it can be a little uncomfortable. And I'm not trying to, you know, bash or shame any of her friends or anything like that. It can be uncomfortable for everyone. You're used to this dynamic and now it's different. So she reached out to these friends um, like, hey, let's go to the movies. And they're, they're busy. They can't, they're blah, blah, whatever. And um, she got tired of not having anyone to go to the movies with. 
So she said, well, screw it. I'm going to the movies. I want to go to the movies. <laughs> I can't go with myself. <laughs> so she started going and doing these things on her own because why not? She wanted to do them. She didn't want to let the lack of someone in her life keep her from living her life. Mm-hmm. And she's just always been such an inspiration to me. I, I didn't tell you this, but I'm going to add it on anyway. I was in a recital bonus story. <laughs> I was in a... <laughs> Uh, a dance recital when I was little and my grandmother drove 12 hours all day long like drove straight to this little theater in town by herself in her I don't know what that must have been um late 60s just wanted to come and see me dance so she got in the car and drove down there by herself um just because she decided she wanted to it was important to her and she was going to go get it no matter what anybody had to say about it I love that. Just a comfortability with being alone mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it really is spending time with yourself, prioritizing yourself. And because of that, you looked up to her because she was a strong mm-hmm. example of a woman who was comfortable in her own skin and was very confident in what she knew and what she wanted and what she liked and how she felt. And, and um, you know, in her situation, her love one had passed her her spouse had passed but I am telling you if you start dating yourself and you start becoming this confident woman again it will strengthen your relationships that you already have it will strengthen your marriage now when I'm talking about strengthening a marriage I'm talking about with a normal healthy spouse yes if you have a not normal or healthy spouse and you start to better yourself or become more confident they will not like that they, you'll start to see some red flags come up. They're going to wonder why you're getting better. They're going to wonder why you want to get better. They're going to wonder who you're doing that for. They're mm-hmm. going to, so if, if your spouse is insecure, you're going to see some things revealed when this is going on. Hold fast. You need to be in love with you. They don't need to be telling you what you should and should not be doing. And if you're bettering yourself and you're becoming better and you have a healthy marriage or healthy relationships, you're going to see that flourish. You're going to see your man be like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I like this. Yes. I like this you. I like this you. So just keep that in mind. Um, we're going to do a whole slew of fun podcasts about signs to recognize if you're in an unhealthy relationship. But this podcast today is to foster healthy relationships with yourself and it's going to trickle into healthy relationships with your kids, your spouse, mm-hmm. your parents, your coworkers, your friends. And you're going to have this glow about you and everyone's mm-hmm. going to notice. And you're going to see who's really with you and who isn't. So go ahead and check out the free downloadable <laughs> date guide. It's beautiful. You can print it out or you can download it digitally. Um, but Give us some feedback on how your date goes. We want to yes. know. And then um, if you want to do all three dates in one, that's fine. If you're a fast mover like me <laughs> or if you're kind of a take it slow like Aubrey, you can yep. break it up. A um, couple ideas for dates for me. It'd just be dinner by myself. But if you're not a dinner person, Aubrey had a couple of good ideas. What are some good date ideas? I well, I love the movies. So you can always go to um, go to a movie. I have a favorite movie theater get myself craft cocktail and sit and watch a movie it's amazing but like you don't have to just go and sit in a restaurant by yourself get yourself some good food go sit in a park enjoy some nature you could go on a walk i don't just yeah just enjoy you i guess you could even you could still be at home yeah and just have quiet time you have to have an uninterrupted 
quiet time yeah. or sit on your porch? I sometimes I like to I like tea, so I break out the good tea. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, light a candle, Ooh. read a book. I feel like coffee shops would be a good date place. Yes. Yeah. We're just gonna talk about dates some more. Yeah, we're gonna talk about dates. Actually, we are out of time. I don't know why I'm still rambling. Download the date guide. It's free. I love you guys, and we will see you back here next week. I am so glad we got to connect on this podcast. It's been an honor, and I wanted to give you some more resources. We have a website called reclaimjournal.com where you can look at more skills and tools, including coaching sessions, brain spotting sessions, and the Reclaim Journal. These podcasts are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. So we will be having some ads. However, we do have an ad-free option. So if you would like to subscribe, not only will you get ad-free podcasts, but you'll also get bonus content episodes. We'll see you next week.